It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Now available at Dundrum Town Centre. So you can now use your toll tags to park in our car parks. Simply register at easytrip.ie forward slash parking. Easy parking with Easy Trip. Dundrum, where more happens. Welcome to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show with 670 The Score's Jay Zawoski and NBC Chicago's James Naveau. Welcome into the post-game edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. My name is James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago. Just me and you flying solo tonight after the Blackhawks drop a 5-4 decision to the expansion Vegas Golden Knights. Bounced back from a really rough game against the St. Louis Blues. Came out and absolutely dominated the Blackhawks in the first period of this game and end up eking out a win despite a comeback. Before we start getting into this game and kind of some thoughts that I have on it, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to our awesome sponsors that we have on the podcast. Uh, first off, got to thank Triple Threat Sports. Got to call Chris if you need those jerseys lettered, numbered, and all sorts of good stuff. Call him at 708 478 6090. If you need some good food, head out to Marishka's in Crest Hill, one of my favorite places on the entire face of the earth. Family owned and operated since 1933. And Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe in Burbank and Darien. They have tons and tons and tons of great beer. Did I mention they have tons of beer? And quite frankly, you're going to need it after the way the Blackhawks played tonight. Uh, Just 
It was another one of those games, guys. It was another one of those games that the Blackhawks could have potentially won. Played some great offense tonight. Unfortunately, the defense and the goaltending simply were not there this evening, and the Blackhawks end up dropping a game to the best team in the Western Conference. Who would have thought we'd be saying those words about the expansion Vegas Golden Knights? Now, there's a lot a lot we could get to with this game that definitely is negative. We could talk about the defense. We could talk about the goaltending, some of the coaching decisions made by Joel Quenville. There's a whole myriad of things we could talk about that are negative. And I promise you, we're not going to do that tonight. I know it was a 5-4 loss. I know the Blackhawks did not get a point tonight. I know they remain outside of the playoff picture. I know all of these things, but... I feel like this podcast has been pretty freaking negative lately, and with good reason. I mean, the Blackhawks have been playing some really rough hockey lately. There's been a lot to kind of be down on this team about. I get all of that. So, I want to try to focus on the positives tonight. I want to try to focus on what went well in this game, what gave me optimism in this game, what kind of makes me think that maybe this team could potentially turn a bit of a corner at some point. I want to try to focus on that stuff. That's one of my promises to you tonight. And the other promise that I'm going to make about this game is that I'm going to talk about this game. I think that we've gone big picture quite a bit lately in our podcasts, even in some of our uh, post-game shows. I feel like Jay and I have kind of gotten into the habit of kind of going big picture, and with good reason. I mean, this is a transition kind of year for this Blackhawks team, and I definitely get the idea that we need to talk about what the future kind of holds for this team. But I think for tonight what I'm going to do is I'm going to not only try to focus on the positives, I'm also going to try to focus simply on the here and now to be kind of mindful about the game in, game out thing. And I feel like that's what we should do with most of these post-game shows, and it's what I'm going to try to kind of focus on tonight. So... With those two promises, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to focus on some positives here. And the first things first, we've got to talk about Vincent Henestrosa, who once again is really showing me something, being paired up with Jonathan Taves and Brandon Saad. His speed has really allowed this line to kind of flourish and to get some open space on the ice and to really start producing at a high level offensively. And I've really liked what Vincent Henestrosa has brought to this party. And tonight, once again, showed us why he belongs on that line with a goal and two assists. And I got to tell you, that assist that he had on Jonathan Taves' go-ahead goal at the beginning of the third period is one of the best plays you're going to see a forward make all season because he did the thing that we always, always criticize the Blackhawks for. He waited for the pass, but the key was... Instead of waiting for the pass that never materialized, he waited for the passing lane that opened up when Brandon Saad drove the front of the nets. Passing lane opened up. Vincent Henestrosa put the perfect amount of weight on that pass, found Jonathan Taves in stride, gave the Blackhawks the brief lead. They didn't end up holding on to it, but that goal was simply fantastic, and it was a wonderful game from Vincent Henestrosa. Got to give him a lot of credit for the way that he played tonight and really the way that he's played 
since he joined up with Brandon Saad and Jonathan Taves. Speaking of impressive players, how about Jonathan Taves? Now has scored in three straight games. That is not something we've been able to say a lot about Jonathan Taves this season, but it really seems like he's kind of starting to maybe figure things out a bit offensively. I know that there's been a big deal made about him lately. Really good profile on him written by Mark Lazarus in the Chicago Sun-Times recently. Just kind of wanting to start to earn that $10.5 million contract that he has. Had a great game tonight. I mean, he scored a goal, had an assist, had four shots on goal, and... Perhaps most impressively, won 13 out of the 17 faceoffs that he took. That's a good sign for that guy because that to me means that he's engaged in that area, looked engaged on defense. His forechecking definitely led to a goal in the game, forced a turnover behind the net. Really good work by him. And then just overall, I feel like Jonathan Taves just looks so much more involved and so much more engaged. And Really, that's a good thing for the Blackhawks. They desperately need him to get going. And if he can kind of team up with Henestrosa and Saad, and they can really start to kind of find a consistent rhythm night in, night out, this Blackhawks team that's been struggling to score and been struggling to really have a consistent push night after night, they could end up having that, and that would be a really good thing for them for sure. Speaking of guys who have had a good couple of games in a row, it's it's unreal. I can't even believe I'm about to say these words. But Patrick Sharp, back-to-back games with absolutely vintage, stellar, beautiful goals. That goal that he had tonight, absolute snipe job. Absolutely loved that shot. And we've been really down on Patrick Sharp all season long, and I think with good reason. I mean, the guy clearly has lost a step, clearly is not the same guy that he was when he went down to Dallas and when he was helping the Blackhawks win Stanley Cups. But it's been really good to see this kind of turn back the clock thing with him. And I think it's even more remarkable is that he's doing it with guys like Richard Panic and David Camp as his line mates. It's been really remarkable to see this kind of hodgepodge of guys kind of work out the last two games. And Obviously, the results in the scoreboard weren't there tonight, but if you had told me before the game that that line would have been one of the more entertaining and interesting ones to watch, I just simply, I wouldn't have believed you, man. It's just, it's one of those weird things that I just couldn't believe that it actually worked. And they didn't really get burned at all tonight, at least from my recollection. So, yeah, who knows? Leave them together. I mean, that's just one of the more interesting things that you're going to see. And while I'm talking about that line, got to give some credit to Richard Panic, who hasn't scored in a dog's age and just hasn't been the offensive threat that he needs to be making $2.8 million a season. Guy had six hits tonight. May not be putting the puck in the net, may not be feeling it offensively, but there were maybe, just maybe, some rumblings tonight because he was throwing his weight around, looked very assertive on the physical side of things. Also had an assist tonight, first point in 12 games for Richard Panic. So, could we maybe be finally seeing this guy turn the corner? I'm not going to say that it's going to happen, obviously. I know a hell of a lot better than that to try to assume anything about Richard Panic, but who knows? We may be seeing something from him. 
And then finally, the last positive thing that I absolutely have to get to tonight is just the resilience that the Blackhawks showed in this game. I know that they looked absolutely terrible, terrible in the first period of this game. They allowed 21 shots on goal to the Vegas Golden Knights in the first period of this game. They looked dog tired. They looked like the team that had played the St. Louis Blues last night. It was so bizarre to see that, just the way that Vegas came out of the gate firing on all cylinders, and good Lord, did they show why they have the best record in the Western Conference. They are a truly remarkable hockey team that has come together in the weirdest of circumstances and just been a constant threat night in and night out. It has been remarkable watching Vegas play. If you have the NHL TV package or if you have center ice, I strongly encourage you to watch a Vegas Golden Knights game because they are an absolute delight to watch. I have enjoyed every one of their games that I've watched so far, and they are a hoot. But even with that punch, even knocking the Blackhawks down two to nothing and racking up shots on goal and basically taking all the air out of the United Center, the Blackhawks still managed to come back from two goals down and not only tie things up late in the second period, but to take the lead in the third period, and even play with the lead for just that five-minute span. They didn't get a point out of this game tonight. There's no amount of sugarcoating that I can do that's going to erase the fact that they had an opportunity to get points in the standings, and they didn't do it. It, simply put, it happened. But to take that kind of punch from one of the best teams in the Western Conference this season and to come back and take the lead the way that they did frankly showed a lot of moxie, and it really showed me something about the Blackhawks. We've been worried all season long that this team just kind of settles into cruise control, and they kind of just don't look like they care on a consistent basis. But they got punched in the mouth tonight, and they punched back. And I think that that can get overblown a lot. That can be something that you fall back on and... I know moral victories aren't necessarily a thing, and I know that we dog people that talk about them sometimes, but to me, you have to give them a little bit of a moral victory tonight. Being able to at least be competitive in a game where they were getting badly outplayed for long stretches of time by a team that's faster than them and just overall deeper and more skilled than them. The Vegas Golden Knights are blowing everybody away right now, and I don't think anybody realistically saw them being where they're at right now, and none of that mattered to the Blackhawks because they definitely played up to Vegas in the second period in the early stages of the third period of this game, and I was very impressed with what I saw from Chicago, even though... The result was definitely not what we wanted it to be. With that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I know it's a little bit shorter than most of the post-game podcasts have been, but I want to try to avoid going into the negatives and kind of killing some of the buzz that we've been able to generate tonight. Hopefully, the Blackhawks can bring a little bit of that momentum into Sunday's early afternoon Matinee showdown with the Edmonton Oilers and my buddy Jay Zawaski will have your post game show for that because I unfortunately 
have to do the adult thing, and I have to work at NBC on Sunday. So you will not be subjected to my relentless and annoying optimism, my voice, whatever it is about me you don't like. You won't have to deal with me on Sunday, so don't worry about it. I won't be here. But before I say goodbye for good, just want to give one more quick shout-out to all of our awesome sponsors, to Triple Threat Sports. Big ups to you, Chris. Love you, man. Marishka's in Crest Hill. Can't wait to get back out there and get me some poor boy action going. Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe. I will drink all 120 beers on this card at some point in my life. And also to Seat Giant for their support of the podcast and of just getting good deals on tickets, man. You want to get a good deal on tickets? Make sure you use Madhouse at checkout. You will get yourself a good deal. I just want to say thank you to all you guys for listening. I'm James Naveau from NBC Chicago, and I will talk to you later next week when Jay and I do our next Big Bad Podcast. Love you guys. Have a good night. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTmobile.com. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal. A safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal.